Hello, hello, well, 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 welcome everybody to episode 81 of the Megavision Show, the companion podcast to Megavision's magazine. Today is May 10th, 2021. Uh, I'm your host, Graham Cookson, because after some very crazy opinions about the new Mortal Kombat movie from the rest of my team, I'm back from my grave after Scotty killed me to take back the show. So there we go. So yeah, joining me this week... Uh, he was working in, no, I was working in the lab late one night, screwed up that for me, uh, when my eyes beheld an eerie sight, for a monster from his slab began to rise, and suddenly, to my surprise, it was Scotty Moe! Hey Scotty Moe, how's it going buddy? Die. Yeah. Die. <laughs> and that is it, um, due to many, I'm un- sorry. <laughs> Well, due to many uh, difficult circumstances of late, we are recording this on a Monday. Uh, that is because yesterday in America and most of the world, it was Mother's Day. Uh, although in England, we had Mother's Day a while back, um, like a few weeks ago. It's weird. I don't know why we, we have it a different day to you, but crazy. And we were going to record on Saturday, but I had my COVID jab on Thursday and I was dead all weekend because, uh, yeah, basically I had all the flu symptoms. Uh, really actually quite couldn't really move for like two days. And then Sunday I was a zombie. So yeah. And unfortunately, Martin and Chris couldn't make it tonight, um, due to various things. So it's the two of us, but this is cool, Scotty. This is cool. I like this because this means we can have a nice, chilled, relaxed show. If you know what I'm saying. So yes, we are live on Twitch. So hang out as we discuss what we've been up to and all the random jazz we always get up to, you know, Sega banter, movie banter, TV show banter. Uh, and also importantly, our feature discussion this week, uh, to celebrate the release of Resident Evil Village or Resident Evil 8, we have our feature discussion about possibly the greatest survival horror franchise of all time. Blue Stinger, that's right. Or maybe Resident oh. Evil, whatever. Let's let's see what happens on the show. So that's it. Let's uh, strap in for the ride to this, this week's Megavisions show. Yo, yes, we are back. And as always, let's kick it off with our weeks. So, Scotty, buddy, how's it going? Well, it's been a while. What's going on? Uh, I guess it's been a while. Yeah, because you were out the last time and we skipped a week and other stuff because we Mm -hmm. recorded on a Wednesday, didn't make it for another Sunday. And here we are, whatever. I also thought you were going to have a shorter intro. So that's why I was up in the camera doing a Resident (laughs) Evil eyeball. Um (laughs) <laughs> so whatever uh it doesn't matter um yeah let me get things in front of me uh no i haven't um you know it was mother's day so saw so my mom and my brother and whatever and we're getting ready to clean out her garage which is going to be a whole thing next week so mm. i yeah anyway that um is gonna be great uh but what's been going on with me though no i um have been continuing to play through The Last of Us 2, still trudging along in that slowly but surely. Um, I did pick up Resident Evil Village, Resident Evil 8 Village, um, very early on into that. 
Um, I have some theories and we can get into that if we want to later on. Uh, but that's, I, I did pick a Pokemon snap, but I didn't play it yet. Um, and then what else? Uh, let me see here. Oh, I watched the movie Tango and Cash. Have you ever seen that or no? Like, I'm sure, you know, I'm sure, you know, the name at least how that's, you know, the buddy cop thing. Yeah. Right. It's been been a long time. That has. Sylvester Stallone, Stallone, excuse me, was the star power behind it. Um, It's probably one of, if not the worst action film I've ever seen, (laughs) because it is like, and I, I, it was so bad that I had to like look up videos after it, after to see like, did anyone, someone's had to have talked about this because it doesn't matter how old a movie is anymore, but seeing like Red Letter Media and other people, I found the channel Joe Blow cinema or something i don't know what it is but um i uh i uh, anyway uh, sylvester stallone's first scene he stops a semi-truck just with his secret agent car or whatever and then the the bad guys fly out of the windshield land at his feet and he goes he said okay well let me let me preface this with like you know action films all have their i'll be back you know i'll put you on ice or yeah, you know, witty one lines. Yeah. Need to so have. the first scene with Sylvester Stallone, those bad guys roll out of the the um, windshield, like blast through it, land at his feet, and he says, "Nice of you to drop in," and then waves his handcuffs and says, "Hope you like jewelry." So it's like already too many one liners, dude. <laughs> the first scene of the movie. <laughs> what are you doing? And that is all it is, and that's why it's so bad. Like oh. it's not. Like it's supposed to be the odd couple and everything, and I know I'm complaining about a movie from 1989, but I like stupid action films, and um, it's just that it, it's that back and forth. I like Kurt Russell. I don't think I'm a fan of Stallone, but I haven't oh. seen a lot of his stuff. Uh, mm-hmm. I think between the two, I prefer Arnold because he is goofy in his own right, and he kind of understands he's not the best actor in the world. Mm-hmm. I, I think uh, I don't, but I, anyway. Tango Cash is stupid. I kept thinking in my head that that was a remake of something from like the 70s, but I don't think it is. Um, and I, I watched this behind the scenes analy- analyzation uh, of it, but it was not. Um, it, I don't know. It, it, it Basically, the, the short version is Stallone let his ego get in the way and he was essentially secretly directing the film. And it made no sense. There was too much banter that the characters weren't even likable. Like, it wasn't even that fun. Um, I don't know. It, it wasn't even that fun back and forth, like Rush Hour or something, okay. you know? Yeah. Like, like that. that's funny and dumb and funny because it's dumb. This one's just, like, aggravating. Like, I just didn't care. And uh, I don't know. That was Tango and Cash. Um just wanted to rant about that. Uh, Rachel actually fell asleep and didn't see the end. I was like, wow. do you want to watch the end? And she's like, no, I don't really care. I'm like, all right. I mean, that's fine. It's You didn't miss much except for more explosions. And uh, I don't know. It made me mad. Wow. <laughs> it made me mad how bad it was because I felt like it should have been better with the stars behind it or something. Right. And there's a ton of like random actresses and actors in there that are like, wow they're in this they're in this they're in this you know but um yeah, yeah. It's, i i uh, remember seeing it a long time ago like back when i was like mm-hmm. a kid basically that's an age where you shouldn't be watching it 
but would probably enjoy it more if that makes sense so from my it's, memory it was yeah. great but i can't remember anything about it so it's rated r i think i'm gonna check on my phone if people are wondering if i'm rude okay. or not um but it definitely could and you know what it might not be rated r let me check here um if it is it's probably for gore because there's definitely not uh there there's suggestive stuff in it but it could probably get away with a PG-13 if it's not. And it's so hard just to find out what a movie is rated by Googling it, apparently. Uh, apparently, oh. R. I've, I've just got it on IMDb. It says content rating R. Oh, yeah, there it is. I see it now. Action, comedy, crime. Nah, mm. you know, but you should watch like Turner and Hooch or uh, I don't even know what. Yeah. Um, what's that? Um, K-9 is the other dog cop movie. As Turner, uh, Turner yeah, we K-9. checked that out recently with uh, with Jim Belushi. <laughs> That's bad. It's a oh, bad is movie. It? In my head, that was yeah. amazing. No, something no, like all these amazing no. 80s movies. If, if you've seen Turner, Turner and Hooch with Tom Hanks, um, then uh, uh, Jim Belushi, and I think it's it might just be called Canine Cop. I don't know. Um, that's bad. And there's three of them somehow. Really? Uh, yep, sure is. Or with Jim Belushi, or? Yes, uh i the wow. third one did not make it to cinemas <laughs> well. um anyway more important more fun stuff um i want to talk about some awesome art that i grabbed in terms of my pickups uh this is all i'll type in her etsy here in the chat um let's see here etsy.com backslash shop and this is how you do podcasting everybody uh is that the one yeah so everybody go check that out because I found someone that has Christmas Nights artwork. Ooh. So not just Nights, which I'm a huge fan of. I'm trying to make sure that I'm like watching myself to make sure this is in frame. Yeah, there we go. Um, so I, of course, got uh, that. And I'm holding up a Christmas Nights art piece, everybody. It's like, I think, five by five inches. Yeah, um, and then... Oh, sorry. Oh, I, was just, I was going to try and describe it with uh, a christmas yeah. themed nights with kind of in the middle looks like they're doing a weird dancing pose and then they've got the cherub the the nightopians mm-hmm. sort of circling around um nights yeah yep yeah and then there's a sticker sheet with riala and Ooh, different nightopians and cool. knights chows and knights on it uh and then she also has like stickers with balan this was all in a big set oh, and cool. uh there's a sticker of just that thing from the piece. And the main reason I hit this thing up was they have enamel pins and there's a freaking Christmas nights enamel pin that should mm. focus. Let me try to, mm, I don't know how we well that's focusing. We I think we can make it out just about. Yeah. If I get it really close, it might, but it's not going to come on. There it goes. Yes. Fancy camera. Yeah. So very cool. So, I mean, and, and she's got like this enamel pin, and for those that can't see it, it's a crescent moon, it's sparkly, and it's got Christmas nights there. So there's a Christmas nights, there's a regular nights, there's a Riala, um, and there's another one I can't remember the colors of. Uh, but yeah, so check out that Etsy store. Very cool stuff. Very happy that I found someone that not only has nights stuff, but Christmas nights stuff. Um, and then let me check my list here. I'm going in order of insanity. Panzer Dragon and Zvi. I grabbed the Japanese version for Saturn. Nice. Um, because I needed it for the upcoming marathon. Um, I already own it in English, but the disc doesn't work. So this is the exact, like the menus are in English 
the dialogues are not subtitled in English, so whatever. It's Panzer Dragoon 2. You, yeah, don't, need it it. you don't really need it for that game. Yeah. No. <laughs> and then last thing that came in the mail, um, Limited Run did a supply run of these. The Astro City controllers, they also had the Astro City, the mini cabs, um, but I did this guy. I already took it out of the box because it's freaking tight in there. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. But it feels really good. It's got little, like, bumps on the con- convex bumps on the backs where your fingers would go. Um, I thought it was weird that the buttons, it, it, it's a D-pad. And it looks like the Astro Cab, and it has a credit and a start button. So the credit would be like a select button, I guess. Yeah, Graham's got the same one. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. Um, I got the the one from when it was made in Japan, the re- Japanese released one. But I think they're literally the same thing, well, aren't they? The bo- yeah, it even still says Go Sega on there. So I'm glad yeah. I own something that says Go Sega for the 60th anniversary. So could have probably held off um, buying this, but yeah uh you didn't know but the um it's wider than it's like wider than an nes controller but it has Mm. the six buttons and what i thought was interesting and weird i didn't try it on anything yet but it has the two rows two rows of three but the top row is abc and then the bottom row is oh yeah def i never noticed Uh, that yeah so uh it's a usb Mm. controller i'm excited to try it out but it feels really good um i want to try it out with mini genesis Um, but I, uh, I really like it. I was really happy to see that. And it was relatively well-priced. Um, I didn't get the Astro Cab. I don't need that thing, but I really wanted oh. one of the, I, I wish they had the pink controllers cause I kind of like the pink design better. Um, but that's only out in Japan, I believe. I have to admit, I do actually really like the Astro Cab. So I got that as well. Yeah. And I really impressed with the games on it. And uh, what's it called? Radmobile is a freaking great racing game. Like it's really holds up today. Radmobile, nice. Yeah, um, that's the one with uh, you got a little Sonic the Hedgehog thing hanging in the window. So good. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, yeah. It's pretty cool because it just looks like the cab. Like if anyone needs to see real close, what that kind of looks like. It's not going to focus. I'm just trying to yeah, yeah take advantage yeah. of my spiffy camera that I got. So um, <laughs> cool stuff. But that's pretty much me. I mentioned I played Ari. RE8 Village, so that's another pickup, I guess, technically. We'll go more into Resident Evil 8 later, but um, which version did you pick up? Uh, Village? Yeah. Just the regular. I just went to GameStop on Friday. uh, Okay, which um, which system? (laughs) Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, PS4. Okay. Um, Yeah, no, I wasn't going to do a uh, PC, and I don't have a PS5 or anything, so Hmm. um, I... uh, yeah, I just went to GameStop. I, I didn't even think about it. Like, I had Friday off from work. Um, I took it off because I have a bunch of PTO, and Rachel had her second shot on Thursday. She ended up feeling like shit on Friday, so it was good that I had off to help her out. But um, I was, So at the same time, I was like, whoa, I, took, I, I called a day off for Resident Evil, but I didn't. So I just, I was slightly worried I wouldn't be able to get it for some reason, but I walked in and was able to. I thought about asking if they had the deluxe version, but I really don't like being in GameStops now. <laughs> so I didn't bother <laughs> sticking around. I didn't see any statues or anything crazy either. So yeah. Yeah. Cool. That's me uh, though. Nice. Well, uh, so as I sort of mentioned at the very start of the top of the show, um, I had my COVID jab on Thursday and, and, mm-hmm. and then like by Thursday night, I was in bed shivering. Like my jaw was actually shaking. Cause I had oh. such bad chills. Like I could Jeez. not get warm. Um, and, I basically moved from my bed to 
this room where there's like a sofa bed then into the actual main main living room with the sofa um like i just couldn't get comfortable or warm and stuff and the sofa the sofa in the living room is a really big l-shaped sofa so i could actually spread out more there in a way Mm -hmm. um but yeah and i just had like a hot water bottle and then in the morning i had a fever so completely switched around um like wake up with a fever and then had like aches all over headache and just feeling sick basically uh for two days awesome and then sunday was like a zombie i had i was so tired i was just like uh, uh like i i got i remember getting up at like about 9 or 10 a.m and going and sitting on the sofa and in my mm-hmm. head i'd put the radio on but okay. i hadn't and i woke up and it was like two o'clock basically like oh like i i had gone to the sofa but then then i, I don't remember anything <laughs> and like kate okay came in, the cake came in like later like it's like yeah keep popping in to see if you're still alive basically I'm like okay <laughs> and i was like did you turn the radio off and she's like the radio wasn't on i'm like swear oh boy <laughs> like, <laughs> um and at one point did you say like, hi to my parents for me <laughs> <laughs> at one point um on friday I was, I was basically hallucinating as i was trying to get to sleep it was like i was like lying in bed like in the middle of the day just all feverish and yeah, some of these weird dream-like hallucination things. It was straight. It's hard to explain, but yeah. So yeah, that was fun. Um, but I got the jab. Wait, that was the first one though. So I've got another one to come. Although I've heard a lot of people oh, okay. who are ill on the first one are okay on the second. But so was Rachel bad on the first one or no? Nope. So she okay. her arm hurt on the first one, and that was it. Right. Um, okay, yeah, I've I've heard that happens. I've heard that a lot of anecdotes yeah. where people say I was fine on the first one, then the second one they were bad, or they were bad on the first one and fine on the second. So hopefully I'm okay now. <laughs> I didn't. Yeah. Wow. Um, Corey, aka Tornado Jen, said he felt like hell on earth for four hours after his first one, but then he was fine, and the second one didn't okay. phase him at all. Wow. Um, I mean, if if the, from what I understand, and it affects everybody differently, but the second one, if it hits you pretty hard, that just means all the better that your immune system is because it's fighting it so hard. Uh, so I rarely get sick, so I'm expecting to feel like total garbage on Thursday, probably. Okay, that's going to be... So we're, we're going to see how it goes. My shot is Wednesday, and then I have that 12-hour marathon on Saturday. I'll probably be fine by then. I hope so. Yeah. yeah. I basically need like two or three days to get out of uh, So hopefully you're the same. Although a guy at work for one of his shots had took a whole week off. He was like dead. Like Sheesh. Really bad. But yeah. Um, uh, if I could interrupt real quick, just because mm-hmm. there was concern in the chat, we're not going to be talking about Resident Evil 8 Village spoilers. We're going to barely oh, no. be talking about that game. We're just talking about the series in general coming up. Folks. Yeah. Yeah. Just uh, it's more just a general Resident Evil chat. Bit of memories, bit of probably mostly focusing on the older games, to be honest, but a little bit of chats about the game. But yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. Cool. Um, and just because you mentioned it, so I, I basically because I was ill, I, I, I watched a few movies over the last few days. And because you mentioned it, I mentioned Sylvester Stallone. I watched the Sylvester Stallone movie today while I was working because it was like a crappy old one that I'd seen years ago. Uh, and if you think that um, Tango and Cash, was it Tango and Cash? Yeah, Tango and Cash yep. was bad. Have you seen Stop or My Mum Will Shoot? Nope. I think the only other movie I've seen of his is Over the Top, which is a fucking saga about arm wrestling. That's the best movie ever, sure. Being a shitty dad. It's so good. Like, just that that move where they're like, 
Like, you know, they get the over the top move, and it's just like they win every time. <laughs> My God, I, yeah, I don't know. Maybe I need to watch it again. Maybe I'm just anti Stallone and pro Arnold. Maybe. I don't know. <laughs> he had like okay, he has actually done some pretty good movies in his time, but oh, yeah, I didn't see Rambo. What am I talking about? Jesus, which I yeah. didn't understand the hype behind. But we don't need to get into that. <laughs> okay, fair enough. <laughs> yeah, um, was yeah, that actually, good at all? Um, give me a so couple of what? Oh, sorry. Oh, well, what was whatever? Sorry, what did you say? I, I was trying to lead it back into stop, or my mom will shoot oh, okay. if that's actually good. Um, I mean, it's watchable. It's uh, it's, <laughs> it's it's it's, yeah. it's a com- it's a comedy movie more than anything else. It's um, yeah, it's not a proper action movie if that makes sense. It's just it's like one of his more lighthearted comedy. Basically, he's a cop. Uh, he's trying to crack a case and his mum's actually a witness in the case um and she's always interfering in his life like talk like interfering in his love life and work life and stuff and but he has to she has to tag along with him to help him on the case it's just like he's really annoyed it's haha <laughs> hijinks get up they get up to as well right yeah so yeah it's like a buddy cop movie but just his yeah. buddy's his mum so yeah makes um, sense and I also, I also saw what I'm going to call the three bears of movies or TV shows over the last few nights as well. Um, All right. So I saw for the first time Tenet, which is a new movie, I guess, like from last year. Um, do you yeah, know I still haven't seen that. I know of it. It's um, what's his name's uh, yeah, Batman movies. Yeah, Christopher Nolan. Yeah, um, Nolan's great, the most latest mental bender, whatever. I don't know, mind bending, whatever did not enjoy it at all <laughs> like, i don't know anyone that's seen it honestly oh man i like i think people who love inception would love this because it's oh, one okay of those mo- it's one of those well it's one of those movies that is deliberately confusing to to seem cool almost in my head like i feel like the only reason why they made it openly complicated was to seem really cool and like oh look how funky this is whereas i was like i am not enjoying this movie with the exception of the last 20 minutes or half an hour, that was, that was solid. That was actually a very solid <clears> thing. The plot and idea behind it, fine. I actually don't mind that at all. And the thing mm-hmm. is, I understood every single word that was said in the movie, but not a single conversation or scene made sense to me. Um, okay. I, I understood what was happening vaguely, but it's like every conversation was almost in another language. And I was just like, this is ridiculous. Oh. Um uh-huh. And it's like they thought up a cool idea for an action scene, and then the next scene would be a scene to explain what just happened, and mm. uh, or or a scene to explain what's going to happen in the next scene, which is going to be a cool action scene as well. Um, mm-hmm. And yeah, so I was just yeah, I I think Kate really enjoyed it, but I was just like yeah, I'm I'm just not. This isn't my kind of movie. Like I think is that I like sci-fi movies, and I like I actually quite like some of those sort. Of, the deep thinking ones, but this one, I was just like, this just seems like they're being too overly complicated. You have to, I can't, I don't want to ruin it. I don't want to, cause it's still, I'm going to say it's a recent movie, even though it came out last year, but like it, no one really got to see it. Cause it came out in, in yeah. theaters during COVID. So um, I think that was one that was released in theaters as lockdown was happening or something. Maybe yeah. I don't remember entirely uh did you not like it because it explained things to you like that like i hate when movies just think the audience is dumb and oh and really no 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 it, it almost like they had to explain stuff to you but the way they explained it made it sound even more complicated than what it was which is that's the thing uh. that annoyed me i think it's like 
I understood what everything was happening, but when they were mm-hmm. talking about it, it's like you are just confusing things. But and some um, of it, I swear, I had basically Kate and I re had to rewind one of the scenes to listen to what they were saying. So I was like, what they're saying doesn't make sense to the physics or the the world that they're talking about. If that makes sense, like I don't, mm-hmm. I don't mind if I don't have a problem with like completely disbelief, like unbelievable things happening in movies because it's a movie. But I, it has to work within the 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 world they've created if that makes sense yeah yeah and there's there's i can't remember i can't remember remember exactly what it was but we had to watch the scene a couple of times because it didn't make sense in in their world i was like that doesn't work like they just they said earlier that that that, no yeah anyway (laughs) which is another problem i had inception because there was something in inception which i can't remember what it is now but there was something that happened in that that they explained oh and i just remember i remember going you, earlier you said this is impossible it's happening now so it's like oh i don't know anyway. oh well, i don't so remember i, I, I mean a massive rant about that movie but <laughs> yeah i very much enjoyed inception but to say that some part made sense is probably true i'd have to watch it again because so much happens in that movie yeah. and just you know. clear, I, I don't hate inception and i'm not going to say i hate tenants either like but Inception was actually an enjoyable movie. I just there was a couple of bits. So I I didn't love it like everyone else. Was Inception also Christopher Nolan? I'm pretty sure it was. Yeah. I wonder. I'm going to check real yeah. quick here. But keep going. Okay. Well. Yeah. And then another movie I watched. Oh is, yeah, it was him. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I thought so. Uh, another movie I watched is called Cosmic Sin, which I just found randomly on one of the streaming services I have, and it is a Bruce Willis movie from last year. Have you ever heard of it? What? <laughs> no <laughs> cosmic sin and it had four star rating on the service i was like okay i'll watch this and it's very mediocre <laughs> at best cosmic it's, sin. It's, it seemed to have quite a high budget because the special effects in it were very good very solid i have not seen um, anything for this uh the the opening half hour as well i was like this is solid this is a great movie and then after half an hour it just went into like cheap budget level kind of the the way the story the rest of the story is told in the action scenes even though the quality of the visuals was still really high the action scenes just weren't very good and the story just kind of went off a cliff almost and it's like it was fine it was, it was like a, it was almost like a sunday afternoon movie basically but the first half hmm. hour was great i was like this is i've never heard of this movie this is great and then it's like oh wait yeah that's probably why um but yeah it's oh. bruce willis <laughs> yeah, it says uh, in the year 2524, four centuries after humans started colonizing the outer planets, retired General James Ford gets called back into service after a hostile alien fleet attacks soldiers on a remote planet. Mm-hmm. There you go. Uh, we actually also just watched the Bruce Willis movie, Fifth Element. Oh, um, what did you think? I've seen it before, okay. but having this is probably my third time seeing it. It is massively overrated in oh. retrospect. Dude, it's not that good. Like the, it, it's not that good because the love story makes no fucking sense at all. <laughs> There's no reason that he would fall in love with her other than his life is already shit. <laughs> but she she was semi naked when they first met. That They've got to fall in love. Doesn't mean that you're you just fall in love and want to get married to the first naked lady you see. This is okay. an anime. I would admit the story, the love storyline. Yeah, perhaps doesn't work. I'd, I'd, yeah, I'd anyway. like to play the PS One game because it probably takes a lot of liberties. The 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 setting and, and and it's fun to watch and look at. Um, 
but that love story at the end is just like, well, this was cool until you decided that you fell in love with a girl you've known for three days. Pretty, <laughs> uh, I love it. Um, and I mean, she's going to find somebody better. She's the smartest creature on the planet. Yeah, she is the fifth element. Nice. Yeah, exactly. Yep. Spoilers. Um, yeah, and then one other thing I watched, which I don't know if you've actually got it in America. Because it's on, it's a UK made TV show and it's on the UK streaming service, but maybe it's in America. It's something called Intergalactic. Uh, I think we do. I don't know. Oh, you do? Okay. Maybe. I'll look. I'd never heard about it really and stuff. Is like um, basically in the UK, you have to have Sky to have it or Now TV. And I do have Now TV, but um, mm-hmm. they just sort of popped up. I was like, oh, I'll have a look at this. The first episode, I have to admit, the first half of the first episode, I was like, I'm not sure about this show, but I like to give a TV series like at least two episodes of a watch. And I started to really get into it. Like some of the characters I found really annoying, but Kate and I sat down, we watched this show, the whole season, the first season in one day. Like we just, we just watched it back to back. We really got into it. And by the end of it, some of the characters we hated at the start, we actually loved at the end because they were like, they were characters that were just really annoying and really frustrating. You're like, I hope they die. And then at the end, but you're like, Ooh, that's a good character. Like, yeah. Um, yeah. I, it's, how can I, it's basically a sci-fi show. Um, it kind of reminded me of Firefly in some sort of ways. A bit between like Farscape and Firefly. <laughs> Every show reminds everyone of Firefly anymore. That's, <laughs> you, that's hard to not say about stuff. Yeah. yeah. It, it, all it says, all it directs me to is sky.com. And I've never heard of that other than you talking about it. So I, okay. yeah, that it's something I could just watch right away. It's, uh, it's, it's very good though. I, I'm, I'm really enjoying it. Uh, mm-hmm. I hope they, I hope they make a second season. Cause I think it's only came out this year and they haven't confirmed if they're going to make a second one. Um, gotcha. I hope they do. They've left it a bit of a cliffhanger. Um, there were a couple of good twists in it as well, uh, towards the end of the, like the last episode had a couple of really good twists in it. I was like, Ooh, did not expect that. So mm. yes, very entertaining. Uh, budget for it is actually pretty decent for a TV show, especially a British sci-fi TV show. Cause most of our sci-fi TV shows other than like Doctor Who and even Doctor Who's graphics are pretty ropey at the times. Uh, <laughs> but kind of all crazy. over the place kind of goes up and down with Doctor yeah, Who it really drastically. <laughs> yeah. Um, right. But other than that, I have got one pick up this week and it is not mm-hmm. Resident Evil Village and it's not Resident Evil related. It is, you may have guessed it, everybody. It is European Super League. What? For the Sega Dreamcast. Oh my God. How did he get this? No way. Um, and I did not pay £30 for it, by the way. That's that's the sticker that was on it. Lowest price guarantee. Big old red sticker. <laughs> um, so this is actually quite a topical thing at the moment. I don't know if you, if, especially if you follow Dreamcast Junkyard, you might have heard about it or oh. anything. Or if you're a European, oh. you might have heard about this. Essentially, this is so this is a game back from when was this released i don't even know now like 1999 or 2000 or something um so it's a it's a you know it's like 20 years old um and it is yeah so it's a it's a football or soccer game for americans um that is like a they call it the european super league because it's basically top clubs from around europe and they're in the special super league together and they've actually the game's actually got real teams and real players names and stuff within it um which is not completely unusual the thing is for years and years and years in europe they've been trying to make a european super league with top clubs and stuff like it, 
dating back to I think it's the nineties or something like oh it's ninety okay it's got it on Wikipedia nineteen ninety eight like when this game rough around the time this game was actually created they were talking about creating one but they never actually managed to create the Super League it's unsuccessful they can never get it off the ground and in mm-hmm. April this year so just last month they announced that it was going to happen they established it we with twelve clubs six from England three from Spain three from Italy and some other some other clubs around Europe were going to get involved in it as well. I think they were planning to have a, a 20 teams in total for this, this Super League. And then there was so much controversy and so much backlash from fans, from um, other football organizations like FIFA and UEFA, who are like the big um, football organizations around here. Um, and also some governments as well, like actual national governments. There's so much criticism and backlash that um, all six English clubs announced that they uh, wanted to formally withdraw and then some of the other clubs decided to withdraw so they've sort of had to they made an announcement like a few days later basically going so we're going to put this on hold for now basically so there's like a whole bunch of build up but this is it was really weird that it happened because like everyone started talking about this game like oh retro well, I say everyone retro game started talking about this game it's like we've already got the European Super League and I'd never heard of this game um, and I'd okay. like to Dreamcast Junk, I was talking about it. So I picked it up and now I've got it. So it's like, yeah, this is like the most topical game at the moment, basically. So that's an old game, right? This is an old game. Yeah, this is like. So did it get made? So it got made assuming that everything was going to get created with that league? I believe so. That's I don't know the full okay. history behind it. That's the thing. Uh, maybe I, I think Dreamcast Junkyard has actually put something up about it. Um, oh, the pages are falling out. That is not good. <laughs> Quality stuff. Oh, uh, no. Look at how thick that manual is. Whoa. Could, That's could, the manual? You could kill a baby with that. Um, Holy crap. It's, it's, yeah, it's very chunky. <laughs> Why? That's like, a, uh, that's like half an inch thick. It is. <laughs> that's not what she said. Um why is that so why is that such a large manual so many languages because it's the european super leagues so i have to have so many languages to cover all the european clubs um, gotcha <laughs> gotcha yeah, gotcha there you go um sadly my, my team would not be in this because they're not good enough but uh there oh. we go. cool so yeah that sports. is sports everybody sports mm-hmm um, so yeah, that that is that is me <laughs> this week. Um, I thought I was going to be a bit quicker than that, but that was yeah. So there we go. Um, right. Cool. So with that, should we go into our feedback and mail sack and stuff? Have we actually got any questions and feedback? Uh, we don't. No, the questions are only relating to Resident Evil because I asked okay. for questions and you know yes. memories, stories, whatever from Resident Evil related stuff. So that we can we can read those when we get into there but you know speaking of that though people watching us live right now on twitch if you have any resident evil memories or questions about the series at all for us uh you might notice that i am a bit of a fan with my umbrella shirt and pops and things on the wall and action figure of jill valentine behind me ask us anything we might know or give you some sort of answer um but uh no yeah we don't have any general questions or anything like that uh, and you've muted yourself, Graham. Congratulations. So this is the Scotty Mofo show now. Oh, he's back. My, this button on my bike is very annoyed. <laughs> um, right. Do we need a break or are we happy to go straight into the feature discussion? I'm fine to keep going. Yeah, let's do this. It's just a two yeah. of us, man. We can do this. Let's, let's keep it short yeah. and sweet this week. Uh, if we try. Yeah. Um, cool. So yeah, uh, with that, let's go into our 
feature discussion. Cool. No, so, that means I got a Resident Evil. <laughs> so Seamless. Audio listeners there. Uh, Scotty just did the Resident Evil Eye from the original game. <laughs> so, yeah, brilliant. Love it. Um, so, yeah, as people should hopefully know, Resident Evil Village or Resident Evil 8 uh, released uh, recently. It was Friday, wasn't it? I'm like, I think that's right. Um, so just a few days ago. And people have been loving it so let's just- yeah that game with the big tall lady that capcom somehow didn't understand why everybody was in love with uh the internet's horny capcom who fucking knew <laughs> sorry yeah. had to get it out there because she's not a big deal in my yeah. eyes i saw i saw a tweet and i'm not going to share it on the screen because it's not safe for work and stuff but basically someone put out a tweet going it was bound to happen and basically, he said, all I did was go, like, go into Amazon and type into the Amazon search Resident Evil Village. Um, and most of the stuff that came up wasn't the game related as such. It was artwork that people had done of her basically naked, you know. Um, yep. And it was just like, wow, like that, that happened fast. <laughs> like, wow. Um, crazy. But yeah, 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 yeah. Pretty funny. It's uh, the um, I completely lost my train of thought. Doesn't That's matter now. Oh, I was going to say some cosplayers are doing really amazing stuff, but mm. also it's not that the makeup is what you got to get down for her, because otherwise, if you have a giant hat and a white dress, that's it. But I'm looking forward to seeing all the people on stilts at conventions when they open back up. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I've actually I've seen more impressive cosplays of her, the three daughters that are in the okay. game, because uh, that, that takes some work with the different like blood splatter and stuff that they uh need thank you for that clip happy dude i don't even know what it is uh, but we'll check that out um and uh we actually we have a live question i guess we could since we're still talking about village right now uh uh marks asks in the twitch there did you guys play re village yet did you start or get it graham so no i have not picked it up because i was ill at the okay. weekend and i couldn't even oh, yeah. face like video games and stuff like uh let alone a scary one so yeah that understandable but i'm also i'm also torn if i should get it on the pc or my xbox so I don't know. um i if you enjoy mods there are plenty of those out there already uh i've already seen a mod that replaces lady d that's the tall lady uh lady d's face with thomas the tank engine which oh, is so much more frightening <laughs> than her actual face. I've seen that with the Nemesis from Resident Evil Three Remake. They did that with just they had Thomas the Tank Engine instead of that. That yep. of, oh, wow. So maybe yeah. maybe I'll get the PC there. Um, uh, I don't. I mean, I don't know unless you because you don't have a Series X or a PS Five, so console version doesn't really matter. As uh, it should be noted. Um, despite the fact that Returnal on PS5 is 70 bucks, this game on PS5 is a $60 game, probably because it's out on previous-gen consoles as well. Okay. Um, but no, I did pick it up and I did start playing it. Uh, I died pretty quick in the beginning. It was my own dumb fault, but I decided, you know what? I have been playing Last of Us 2, and I my save file recently says I put 40 hours into it, and I bumped that down a difficulty level, because I don't have the time to put into games as much as I used to. So I just want to see the game. So I'm playing Resident Evil Village on easy or casual or whatever the nice. mode is. I'm going to shit who knows because it's 
it's just nicer to get through it like that, I guess. Um, the, um, it's not scary. So I don't, ah, okay. Maybe I'm just, um, what's it called? Uh, desensitized or whatever. Um, uh, but there were reports out and articles saying like they, they decreased the scare factor based on feedback from RE7, which I thought was scary, but definitely not the scariest game I've played. Definitely not the scariest Resident Evil game I've played, but that's coming from us who were scared with dogs jumping through the window. So, you know. So who, 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 why would they desensitize a, a horror franchise? Like, you know, that's surely that's the point of it. Probably to make it more palatable to the mass masses, because not, I'm, I don't know. Like, not everybody likes scary movies, but everybody likes certain things. I don't know. Yeah, well, well, but I mean, that probably makes it better for me because I do get scared of video games very easily, as I've mentioned on podcasts several times in the past. There's games um, which are not meant to be scary, which I've been scared at. So uh, that's, yeah. that probably helps me out a lot, actually. Uh, it um, The very beginning of it, this is not spoilers, but the very beginning of it is very foreboding. Uh, and the atmosphere is done really well to make you think stuff's going to happen. Um, right. And I won't say what it does, uh, but... <clears throat> excuse me, but the... Yeah, there, it, it's jump scares here and there, but it's not like, I don't think that, I don't know, I like monsters, and some of the monsters are cool. Um, I just encountered the new merchant, the big big tubby dude in his oh, carriage. Yeah. Um, he's kind of dumb. I don't really like him right now, but we'll see how it goes through. Um, I realize as a hardcore fan of this series, I, I, I have... I don't care about Ethan getting the shit kicked out of him because I've still not seen his face. So I know they try to, they want it to be first person so that you are like, you are that character, but it kind of takes me out of what resident evil has been because like, I know who Leon is. I know what Claire looks like. I know who Jill is. Chris looks different, even though he's in this game again. Um, but it's, um, I don't care about Ethan. He he's an idiot. Then somehow he's taking a beating and still kicking. Um but uh yeah, it's it's okay so far. Uh it's not I don't know. I mean everybody's gonna grab it because everybody loves seven and seven was super spooky. This one's not really spooky, and we'll see how it goes, I guess. Um let me see. I'm just checking the chat now here. Uh you should definitely I guess you should check it out, Graham, if you like the Resident Evils, but yeah. I don't know what you should get it. Yeah, I mean, I, I I played a bit of Seven and actually didn't enjoy it as much, I have to admit. Um, the first couple of hours are the strongest parts. Yeah, I think I, do, I think I just didn't like the first-person mode as much as the other games. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, the old traditional game, you know, with the camera, the, the cameras, the, you know, the cameras, like fixed cameras on the I walls and stuff. I, I love that old survival horror-style game. The over-the-shoulder yeah. thing was still pretty cool, but it made it less scary. Um, first person mode maybe maybe made it a little bit scarier, but I don't know. I just didn't enjoy it as much. So I don't know. I'll give this. No, I'm definitely going to pick this up. I'll have to. I'll have to let you know how I how I find it though. I guess because yeah, interesting. Yeah, um, it's been fun to watch the lady who played uh, Lady D, who did the motion capture for it, has been posting behind the scenes stuff of her just walking around like tearing tables apart and things like that. Uh, and she said she showed this this thing for reference since she's obviously not actually nine feet tall in real life um but it, it looks like a cricket bat and on the top of it is like a frowny face it's uh, it's supposed to look like menacing so that's what the actors have to react to this thing that's like nine feet tall and it just looks goofy as hell and it's great um wow. you know so um 
Yeah, but that's that's all I really have to say about Resident Evil Village without getting into spoiler territory, mm-hmm. which it's very new, so I'm not going to... Uh, the only theory... I will mention my theory, and people can take it as you will. Ethan is... I don't think Ethan is human. And you'll understand what I mean just playing like an hour of this game because he gets the shit kicked out of him and he should have bled out days ago. <laughs> that's okay. all I'll say. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's not really spoilers because everybody on the internet's been posting that like picture of Futurama with Fry with both his hands cut off and like Ethan, and he's still going for some reason. I forget the episode. <laughs> but yeah. Nice. Mm-hmm. Cool. So, Resident Evil though, right? Yeah, Resident Evil indeed. Um, there's another comment. We'll read it here before I forget to, uh, happy dude says the only thing that I remember regarding resident evil is the look I made when I found out, uh, there's a God mode code for the N64 version. He's talking about resident evil two on N64. Um, also working at a game store, the manager pointed out that the quote only on N64 quote logo on the box was pure bullshit. I didn't know that it, that was there for six years. I didn't know that either, that it has that logo or that thingy yeah, on it. That be on that. It's definitely wrong unless it's called, no, it's called Resident Evil 2. I don't think it's called Resident yeah. Evil 64. Uh, the second one was the only one ported to the N64, which I read about in Itchy Tasty, how much of a chore that was. So everybody needs to buy this book. I've been talking about it for four weeks. That's all I'll say right now because I've talked enough about it. Um, Get though. What's that? You broke up for me for so, a second. Oh, sorry. Oh, um, so I actually did open a new tab. Annoyingly, my internet's not as good at the moment. Um, they they also made. Oh no, Resident Evil One. They put onto the DS, didn't they? I think. Yes, Deadly yeah. Silence. That's um, always cool. Which I don't think I have that behind me. No, but it was the first one. It used touchscreen and had like first-person knifing portions. Um, I really, I mean, that's my, we'll just get into it. There's, there's no stream of consciousness with this people. We're just kind of BSing about Resident Evil. So throw in your stuff in the chat too. Um, but I think I go back and forth on which one's my favorite between one and two, because it's very much a alien and aliens kind of thing. Cause there's such different games, such different, yeah. not play styles, but different, um, overall feel i guess uh the first one's a lot more claustrophobic and metroidvania whereas the second one is more actiony and um relatively there's a couple well i mean you you run around the police station a lot but after that you don't really spend a lot of time going back and forth in different areas mm, or the yeah. precinct or whatever you want to call it so yeah um, i feel like the mansion was more, yeah, castlevania style, uh, that, even though you do go into the labs and stuff later in the first one. Uh, but, yeah, I, I remember, I actually do remember really enjoying the DS version, because I, I remember they added those, some of those touch controls to some of the some new puzzles and stuff, which weren't yep. in the original Saturn and PlayStation versions, um, which is really oh, cool. Jill's butt. What? Yes, you could. Uh, the The doorway after you run away from the dogs the first time, when the camera's just facing her dead on, if you tap her, she like gets skittish and like covers her body. Um, you know, <laughs> I was a sophomore in college, and I thought that was great. Um, That's so funny. So, what's the first? What's the first Resident Evil game you played, Graham? 
Resident Evil 1 on the Sega Saturn. Oh, really? So that would be this one that Mark's noticed in the chat. I have the Sega Saturn box. A little... Uh, It's not in there because it's in a carrying case, but... Is that um, the original cover? Oh, yeah. On the Saturn, yeah. It's different on the... uh, The PS1 version's different, what you're thinking of. don't have my copy here. No, my Saturn version's different. My Saturn version... I think my Saturn version is the same... The European Saturn version, I think, is the same as the PlayStation 1 version. Is it Chris holding a gun with spiders behind him? Because that's what the bumper case is that I do not have and someday will own, but uh, I have way too many copies of the first and second game. I own it on every platform that it's on. And if you didn't notice behind that Resident Evil 1, I've got Resident Evil 2 on the GameCom that everybody talks about. Not at all. What? Yeah, don't worry about it. <laughs> um, yeah, okay. Yeah. So, actually, can I bring this up? On, oh, I should be able to bring this up. Sorry, should be able to screen share some. Um, do a screen share if I can. First one I played oh, was the director's cut. Hmm. It's okay. I was gonna say, it's just not a very big image. The thing that I was going to show you. There, there, there we go. It's a tiny image on the screen. <laughs> oh, I'll eventually see it for a second. Oh yeah, that's what the bumper case looks like on the PS1 version, okay. which is find a lot more expensive um enjoy that, that tiny picture so that this tiny picture that everyone can see that is the that is the pal version of the sega saturn game yeah that's interesting <laughs> um yeah the first version i played was the director's cut on ps1 and uh it came with a demo i think of resident evil 2 and i remember getting scared at the liquor crawling across the window in the demo in the beginning there yeah um because that's as far as the demo goes. I think it's just goes up to the liquor CG cutscene, and that's it. Um, but uh, director's cut was cool, and I played the crap out of that. So that by the time I got the Saturn version, I still remember the first time I beat the Saturn version because I was homesick from school, and I had a strategy guide uh, next to me, not one with pictures or anything, but one of those ones that I got at like Blockbuster. That's like a really like half a page in. <laughs> in size and so and it's got like 500 tips and tricks for sega saturn or something so it was literally like just text that i was reading while i was playing the game and stuff um but that was fun so i could i i did recently play um the first game and with no guide or anything just memory to kind of show rachel because i wanted to start resident evil 2 remake but i wanted her since she's a, a fan of of scary movies and stuff i wanted her to see the first one, because I knew I could breeze through that. I don't have the remake memorized at all. I think I played that through only a couple of times, so I didn't want to like try, try to figure it out. You know, um, I was very upset that I didn't get a good ending though, because I forgot about one stupid part in the first game. Uh, how familiar are you with the first game? I I completed it. It's been a long time since I completed it, but try say what say what it is. Oh. Well, I think there are five different. Six different endings, maybe, because with Jill and Chris, with Jill, there's good, bad, and I think nothing. Because there's a good ending, or there's the best ending where you save Chris and Barry, blow up the mansion. There's an ending where you save just Chris, don't blow up the mansion. Ending where you say where you just stick with Barry, don't save Chris. I think blow up the mansion or don't. I can't remember. And then swap all that with Chris, um, okay. where he saved. I got Jill. the good. When I did, I got okay. the good ending. I remember blowing up the mansion and 
99% sure I saved both of them as well. So Okay. Yeah. I messed up, and I did not remember this being a way you could actually mess up. The second time you kill the giant snake, um, as Jill, you know, the hole opens up in the floor, and you jump down there, and then there's an entrance, because there's a tombstone down in that sub-level for some reason, just a tombstone with a ladder to go somewhere else, because it's Resident Evil. And... Um, Apparently, if you wait for Barry to bring you a rope so that you can access the mansion again from that area, that saves Barry and that gets you the best ending. I did not wait for Barry. And at the end of the game, I saved Chris, but the mansion did not blow up and I got like a C rank and I was so pissed off. And I was like, why didn't I get I know this game back and forth. I was starting to write a like as a kid, I wrote a strategy, started to write a strategy guide for this game in study hall one day. And so I was like, just so mad that I didn't that I messed up. And I was like. I didn't wait long enough for Barry and his stupid rope. Sorry, Barry. <laughs> but, bah. Oh, man. Oh. Yeah. I just, um, this, okay, this is the thing. I think that's one of the things that made the first Resident Evil such a standout game because it wasn't technically the first survival horror game as far as I'm aware because I had like the load in the dark and stuff before yeah. that. But it's the fact that you had like multiple endings. There were different things that could happen within the game. Like, you know, like when you first get the shotgun and you go out and that, that the, the room ceiling starts to come down. Like you can either go back in the room and put the shotgun back on the wall and sort of come back later with a broken shotgun and replace it. Or, or you can wait by the door and uh, Barry can save you or, or you just die basically. There's that. And like there's lots of things within the game like that, which I think. Or, yeah. So good. And if you. Do die, then what would you become, Graham? A zombie? <laughs> a Jill sandwich. Come on. <laughs> Jesus Christ. All right, I'm out of here. See you guys. Oh, yeah, I've the word. <laughs> I forgot the quote. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. Um, but that's the thing with the first game, too, is you had completely different play styles because you had Jill that had eight item slots, had a lockpick because she was the master of unlocking. And um, she had more powerful weapons, I believe. Um, and then Chris had only six item slots. He could not use a lockpick. So he had to find a key for the doors that required a lockpick. Um, and I think he could take more damage, but he had less powerful weapons, if I recall. Um, that might be Chris was basically hard. Jill was yeah. the more friendly mode. Um, yeah. So yeah, that line with the master unlocking is still even back in the day that pissed me off because I was just like, if she's the master of unlocking, why doesn't she have those in the first place? Why doesn't she have the lockpicks right. there with her? Like, yeah, her backstory is even that she like her dad was a thief and she was a thief, but you know whatever. Yeah, I yeah that man. that just annoyed me back in there. I was like, what's going on with this game? Oh man. Yeah. In fact, here's a little thing. I actually owned two versions of resident evil on the sega saturn because my first one was broken um oh basically like physically broken. so what did it do or not there, there, there was there was something wrong with the disc but basically i could do everything you could do on the, the bottom level of the mansion like the first bit completely could do everything could go everywhere whatever as soon as you try to go up the stairs the game would freeze oh, that's weird so you could it went error. Which is that weird animation, you know, where you start to go up the stairs and it just freeze. And I was sort of sitting there going, oh, this is cool. Uh, is it broken? Like, but I, I, me being a dumbass and also, you know, games back then lo- taking ages to load, I sat there for a good five minutes at one point just going, oh, I'm sure. Maybe it's broken. <laughs> it, well, well, that's the thing, too, is what it did. And, and um, 
I kind of I, I I learned I figured this out over time, but also at point in the Itchy Tasty book I mentioned, they they uh, point out how the load screens, which it like is probably arguably one of the best load screens in a game for what it does because it's hiding the load time for the next area, but that door slowly opening and you slowly walking into it kind of intensifies the atmosphere a little bit. So yeah, um, definitely. That was well done. I was all, I was bummed one year I was at PAX uh in Seattle and Capcom had a booth and they had a black t shirt that was just the two double doors of the mansion. Like that was the whole shirt, just those doors that sold out first day. Like I, I really wanted to get that because oh, it man. if it's one of those things if you know you know. Um yeah. but you know I'm sure it's on Etsy now or something. But yeah. uh and something with the Saturn mode or Saturn version we should point out uh it has a battle mode that the oh, yeah. PlayStation versions did not have. Um and they tried to tout that it had a brand new boss. All it is is the tyrant, but he's got a gold color now. Um oh, at the end yeah. of the battle mode. That's, that's really it. So which is actually what I'm gonna do on the Saturn marathon coming up. Uh at the time of this recording, it's the upcoming Saturday, May 15th. Uh I'm gonna play just the battle mode of Resident Evil because that'll be a fun like maybe final hour or so of the, of the marathon. Um, did you, did you to, ever unlock it? What's that? I was about to say, do you have to unlock that? Uh, you do. You just play it through once. You just play the game through once, I believe yeah, to unlock so it. I definitely unlocked it back in the day. Um, hey. I don't think my cartridge has a, I don't have my old cartridge anymore. I think it died. Um, so I don't have that. <laughs> so far it, it says on the back here, it features an all new monster and a hidden shooting mode available only in this release. Like, just call it battle mode. Shooting mode is the game. That's what this game is. Um, (laughs) It probably... Oh, I I still have my receipt. Toys R Us. It's very faded. Um, I apparently also bought a Tamagotchi Beanie Baby thing with it. And I had a... I had a gift card, I think. Yeah, I had Jeffrey Dollars. You know, Jeffrey Dollars with with, uh, Toys R Us. 15 bucks there's no way you're going to be able to see this if it focuses that'll be amazing it's oh it's kind of it's so faded you can't really like, like I can, see i can it read that, it the, the words yeah. that aren't faded i can read that's amazing yeah so that's pretty cool my receipt from toys r us oh now i'm blurry sorry um i was trying to look to see if it had in here how you unlock the unlock the battle mode just to verify but i'm pretty sure you just beat it once and that's it yeah but that's probably right um i do remember get, unlocking it but yeah, I, it's been a long time since I played play through the Saturn version. I also played through the GameCube version a couple of times as well, um, which okay. I, I think the GameCube version was just easier, to be honest. Um, um, well, except for the Crimson Heads. Oh, yeah. I don't think I ever found them that difficult. I, I remember finding the Hunters on the Saturn version very difficult. Oh, uh, yeah. I, I think because on the GameCube version, didn't you have like a more of an auto-aim? function uh probably i'm sure you didn't i don't know if there were different difficulty levels but probably um because i I think in the like i could be wrong on this i think in the the original saturn version there was a basic auto aim but you couldn't really aim for like the head and stuff of creatures easily shotgun just use that guy just point it up when they're real close to you yeah but like i think on resident evil 2 i could be wrong on this from memory resident evil 2 on the playstation and future games you could aim a bit more easily at different body parts or yeah there there was an auto aim in two i know that yeah um because i remember my friend uh, showed me headshots and stuff in resident evil 2 on the playstation he's like look at me i can do all the headshots like, oh cool uh, um, well i don't 
I mean, the Magnum would be essentially a headshot, but you couldn't really aim a headshot unless you had the shotgun blow their head off. Like, it wasn't uh, that yet. Maybe I'm wrong with that. I only played through Resident Evil 2, the original one, on the PC back in the day. Uh, So the one I played actually finished and completed. Uh, Yeah. And then, yeah, and then roll on a few years and I started playing Resident Evil 2 Remake. And as as we know, I got fed up with Mr. X, even though you've said I've probably unbeatably passed him. So maybe I need to keep... You got to give, it, you gotta give him a, the old college try. Yeah. So, um, wasn't enjoying it. I was like, eh, I'm done with this game. But yeah, maybe I should pick that back up. Um, yeah. Resident Evil 2, I played back and forth to try to unlock Tofu, but I never legitimately unlocked him. That you have to do, you have to beat... It's got the zapping system between Leon and Claire. Uh, I don't feel like we need to go into much detail about any of these games uh, at this point, but um, but with with RE2, you had to play through each campaign. Oh, boy. I think you had to play through scenario A with Claire and then B with Leon, get an average of C on each, and then vice versa. I think overall, I think you had to play the game nine times or something like that. Insane. Wow. So and then you unlock tofu, which is a big old slab of tofu. I never did successfully do that, but play the shit out of that game. So is that on Resident Evil Re- 2 Remake or just the, the original mm, No, just the, second, just the original one. I never knew that was a thing. Genuinely, I've never even heard of that. Yeah, That's tofu sure. and hunk, fourth survivor. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> if you want to, like, find, I don't know if you if it's too much of your internet to ask to find a play video, uh, Jesus Christ, gameplay video footage of tofu. That might be fun, but he was, uh, quite literally a, um, hitbox detector, like tester thing, because he is just a block of tofu with floating hands. And, um, it's, it's, it's hunk, the fourth survivor. It's his campaign where you start and you have to get the G virus from, um, the labs. So you start it, is, it is in Resident Evil 2 remake. Apparently. No. Oh, it is. Oh, yeah. There's, it might be. There's video footage uh, of it here, um, but I can show you the the uh, the PlayStation One version as well. By the looks of it, uh, I've just got an advert to come up, which is annoying. Old um, but yeah, the uh, that was always a good time. You know, is it called, um, the, is it called the Survivor or something? The, the tofu survivor well hunk's game was the fourth survivor and then tofu was the tofu survivor um and i think you had to just and then they did for the dual shock version kind of a similar thing you had to find and detonate or disarm bombs i can't remember oh man if i sat here and thought about it i could tell you everything about ever yeah there's two tofu i'm catching i'm watching a little bit of delay people but he's literally a chunk of tofu with a knife i don't think he has any guns i don't remember um did you find a speed play of it or something speed run speed play yeah i'm not sure if this is a speed run or Mm -hmm. that's good stuff though regardless um it's hilarious this is the Uh, thing yeah i've seen never knew this was existed it was great oh yes sir this was when games were fun kids um they would just add in. So, like, yeah, floating hands. I don't think he has... No, he doesn't have any feet. Um, what up, Sailor Corellia? Saying this is magnificent. Yeah. Uh, so, Hunk has been in a bunch of games, too. He was one of the Umbrella people um, that went in to try to get the G-Virus from Birkin in 2. And then they just threw Tofu in there for his gameplay and stuff. Yeah, it looks like this is a speed run. 
Um, so, and then they also added the battle sort of mode for RE2, the DualShock version. They, I mean, we complain about Capcom reissuing stuff now. Like, Resident Evil, the first one got a director's cut. Then it got a director's cut DualShock version. And then yeah. RE2 got a director's uh, DualShock version. And this was before RE3 was even out. Um, so, you know, I guess we could go into uh, Resident Evil three now if you want oh i do have also i'll just show up my ship while we're just watching goofy videos and crap i have a jill pop and i have a tyrant vinyl pop that somebody bought me um so cool crazy useless stuff nice um i, mean, I gotta figure out a evil tattoo like I, could, like, I could watch this tofu thing all day <laughs> oh yeah well it's not that long so <laughs> what did you think about three graham uh, okay, so here, here's the deal. I've not replayed three much. I own it on my Dreamcast. I vaguely remember oh, yeah. a bit on the PlayStation One, and one. I've watched the, the remake videos. Basically, yeah, I haven't actually. Jill is one of my. She's my first video game crush. We'll just throw that out there because I usually do, but. Um, I did not care about Nemesis. I did not care about three. I played it through once, and I was like. This isn't a scary game. This is an action game. And I kind of hate it because I can't explore the world that I enjoy because I'm running away from this douchebag in a trash bag. Um, and so, like, yeah, I wasn't a fan of three, even though I, I even though I really like Jill. I wasn't a fan of three. Um, I don't think I have it on Dreamcast. I know I bought two on Dreamcast. Um, that one, though, I got to play the remake still. I didn't even grab that yet. I might try to find the statue. My, my I don't friend, know if I need to. My friend got the remake and he completed it like the first day he got it. He was like, that was weird. He mm-hmm. does a lot quicker than he remembered. He basically said, he, he yeah, playing I think it's hilarious. Because as a kid and he did it like four hours. He's like, what the hell was that? <laughs> to me, it's hilarious because it's been the exact same reaction of two and three as we had back in the nineties. Like everybody loved two and then three came out and everybody was like, that was short. And the exact same happen, a thing happened with the remakes now, which is so funny to me. I was like, because I'm, I'm sitting here like, did you expect them to totally like redesign everything? Because they weren't going to do that. Um, so it wasn't, it's not a bad game. It's just too different, um, you know, and probably shouldn't have been. And what I read in Itchy Tasty was not initially going to be uh, including the number three in it. A lot of people grabbed mm. it so they could get that Dino Crisis demo. Um, but then we know what game came next, right, Graham? Oh, yeah. The best one. Resident Evil Code Veronica. For the On that dream Dreamcast. Oh, yeah. So I'll stop, I'll stop the Mr. Tofu run because I was getting addicted to that. Mr. Tofu. He's at it again. <laughs> um, I got my copy behind me. I should have actually got that prepared myself for this. Uh, but. I mean, hopefully most people know what Resident Evil Code Veronica looks like. Or have you got it behind you there? I'm sure I can find it. Ooh, I've, I've got a tangle of wires here at the moment. Uh, this is great podcasting. Sorry. Yeah, keep talking to the people about it. Why is it your favorite? I got it, and I do remember... Um, uh, shit, I think it's at my mom's house. You know what? I was just there this weekend. The cases, anyway. I have the thing, the freaking thing in a box. Just the discs. Um but not that big of a deal. I could just grab Blue Stinger. We could just stare at that instead. That makes sense. Um, yeah, it's probably just at my mom's. Do you have your copy, Graham? Do I? 
I, I, I don't know. That's why I asked. <laughs> I do. So I, I've just okay. managed to grab, um, yeah, just grabbed Resident Evil 2 for the Dreamcast and Code Veronica for the Dreamcast. There we go. <laughs> Woohoo. Do, do, do. Uh, and, I, I wasn't a huge fan of the sticker. cover that <laughs> has three sales stickers on it. Um, yeah, I wasn't a huge fan of the Code Veronica cover. It's very like here's our faces, intense. Yeah, you know. It's... Yeah, true. I guess. Uh, yeah, I don't even remember. I think the PS2 version looked different. The Code Veronica X, mm. Code Veronica, Code Veronica X. I think Code Veronica X. It was mostly blank, wasn't it? I think. Hmm? I could be wrong on that. I feel like it's like, oh god, hold on a second. I'm going to I'm going to Google what? it. I'm going to have to Google it. What do you what, what do you ask? What are you asking? The 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 box was okay. No, I'm completely <coughs> oh. wrong. It's basically the same cover. <laughs> okay, whatever. <laughs> that had more story in it or something, I guess. Um, um, I remember playing Code Veronica, and I was over at my buddy's house, a neighbor of mine, and I remember that we were on the um airplane boss and that i had to go like i couldn't stay over any longer so i was like we need to beat this or just turn the game off (laughs) um i don't know i just have that memory of it but i think i've only played it through enough or once to unlock the first person view which is woof that's difficult there's a first person view you said this was your favorite fucking resident evil game graham is maybe you should look up things every now and again maybe you should try to be a real fan what on the dreamcast or yes no jesus christ people i'm gonna be graham's uh advisor i suppose his game advisor that you know no no, surely not it's a hundred percent true you 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 fake fan you poser graham the poser everybody um that's fine uh yeah Leonardo DiCaprio, speaking of Inception, he's in this game. <laughs> uh, Leo's voice. That's the one thing I hate about this game is Leo's voice. Just uh. It's not actually, yeah, it's not Leonardo DiCaprio to clarify uh, everybody, but he looks like him and he's horrible. <laughs> I don't know, Steve, Steve Bernhardt, I think, that's or it, something. That's his name. I should just say really thought his name was Leo just then for a second. It's been a long time since I played this game, by the way. It's just to be clear. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, Fake God. nerd boy, that's right. Yeah. Uh, what are you just learning? All right, we're going to educate. That's what we're doing here today, everybody. I'm, this is resident okay. educa- evil location. Education. Edu- something. I mean, uh, chat. Did you know that there was a freaking. Everybody knows the first no, person okay. view of Rockwell and Code Veronica. Everybody. Because I remember the screenshots of having two golden guns that wasn't quite Goldeneye. Um, but that's what Steve used for some reason before he thankfully died. Happy dude, shut up. He knew. You knew. Um, <laughs> Are you sure it's not just an X? Like, yes, I unlocked it. Jesus Christ! Are you sure you didn't have the X version? I, I didn't have a PS2, so it, I don't know why out, I have the X version. It came out in the Dreamcast as well with Code Veronica X. Not in America. Did it not? Not in oh, Burger Town. God oh. damn it! That was, a, that was yep. a Japan only, was it? Oh man. Ah, the hell! I can't find. I Sound can't, off, chat. If you've got a favorite Resident Evil? Let us know what yours is. I can't find the first-person view for the Dreamcast version. That's what I'm saying right now. What are you looking up? 
Resident Evil Code Veronica oh, first person, Dreamcast. Yeah, right. Resident Evil this first coming up first Veronica X. View. Uh, let me type in Code Veronica first person view. Boom. Uh, let me see here. I have to find. I, I should just go to Game Facts. Why did? I, why am I doing all this garbage? All this garbage. <laughs> There truly is a first person on a completion of the game. Unlock a battle mode that has two modes of play, a third person and a first person. Hmm. Wait, it it's exists. On battle, it's on battle mode. It's in the battle mode. So it's not the main game. Uh, let me, God, this, half of this fucking podcast is us just looking up stuff. <laughs> um, Somehow I type Stop blowing my art. mind with tofu and first person modes, man. Veronica... And let's type in first, just the word. Oh, oh! I need to be in an actual guide. Um, I'm telling you, most recommended. Let's go with that one. Top ratings. Hell yeah. Um, first person. There we go. Uh, whoop. Oh, that's not what I wanted. That's not what I wanted. Um, FPS. Nope. This is exciting. This is good shit. It's not letting me... Mm, it is hard to search for the words first or person on their own, I guess, in this guide. Oh, man. But it happened. And maybe it was just in the battle mode, but I know that it was because we also... Oh, no, we didn't do that in a marathon. We did it kind of just hanging out after the marathon another year of the Dreamcast marathon. We tried the battle mode. It's hard. First person mode is very hard. Okay, I'm trying to freaking... <sighs> This 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 video is annoying me. Sorry. Ah, so okay. This is in the single player mode. But is this the Dreamcast version? It's played it. Why do you not believe me? I don't believe you. I don't remember I being a thing. It. I don't oh, remember I being it. a thing when I unlocked, when I finished the game. So Well, if you didn't finish it good enough. Apparently not. Do you um, have to finish it in a certain way? Because I don't think I did like the best ending or anything. I don't know. Oh, Jesus Christ, I don't need to un- <laughs> Look at all that shit. Scotty Moe gets angry at Graham for being incompetent. <laughs> I get angry all the time. It's not even locked and locked and locked and locked. Let's go see. Does this actually say what it's for? It doesn't say. Never mind. Uh, I mean, Rodrigo, I don't even remember who that is. Um, Isn't that the first guy who opens your prison cell? What? Rodrigo? Uh, maybe. I don't know. You tell me it's your favorite. Um, I'm sure it is. Why was it your favorite? Because I, I didn't think it was that great. I remember you can get oh. stuck. You can get screwed over if you don't get, I think it's the fire height, the fire extinguisher. Right? You... Okay. Yeah. Why wouldn't you get the fire extinguisher? You, If you just don't have it in your inventory or something, I remember that you can uh, get screwed over if you don't have it. Right. Um, rocket launcher, other stuff. I mean, why? The question there is, why would you not even have it in your inventory? Because you need to pick it up to get. I don't remember. I just remember that's a thing. <laughs> oh, okay, because you need that. You need the fire extinguisher to get past the first puzzle in the game, basically. Um, yeah, and if you put it in the metal box the wrong way, or whatever that box thing is, you know, uh, you uh, should be able to get it out. Hmm. 
stop looking stuff up, Graham. You're slowing the podcast down. Sorry, I'm just watching the video now. Sorry. Okay. We'll... There's nothing to watch. There's a first person view. It's amazing. Oh. There's a first person view, everybody. Right. I'm going to make it my life's mission now to finish this game again and prove Scotty correct because it probably is right. <laughs> um, sorry. Right. Why is it my favorite Dreamcast? Why is it my favorite Resident Evil game? I'll tell you why. I loved the fact that it was all in 3D and the fact they had like dyna- dynamic camera angles and stuff. I loved the storyline as well. Um, like I love the, what they did with Wesker and stuff. Um, how they sort of, they made him like super strong. Like he had sort of, uh, he'd taken. Well, oh, this was when he turned Agent Smith, right? Yeah. Like he, he turned into like a super tough guy. Like when he picks up like Chris, like, but I think by like the chin, basically. <laughs> well, well, like it's meant to be my throat, but he's like, looks like he's by the chin and he's like, his eyes turn yellow and stuff, and I was like, "This is badass!" Uh, oh, man, I was so excited because back in the day, Wesker from the original game was my favorite character. I was like, "I wanted Wesker to win." Um, so, oh, okay. <laughs> he was so cool. Um, I also just love the storyline, and I love the island as well. It reminds so what you were saying about Resident Evil One. That's how I sort of felt more with this in that. It's had the Castlevania, I guess, Metroidvania style gameplay to it more so than some like Resident Evil 2 and 3 did, where like okay. you, know, you were going around and like you were unlocking parts and stuff and, you know, yeah, unlocking like unlocking short, shortcuts through the, through the world, as it were, and going into like a, another mansion, which blew my mind. And you're going back out onto the island and all sorts and stuff. So, yeah. Um, and I can't remember the name, the, the character's name, but the, we can give a plot twist away, can't we? Yeah, yeah, that's fine. It's do you remember, you remember game. like how um, that you, you sort of think there's like a, a male and a female sort of baddie, but it actually turns out it's the same person. It's like the yeah, dude brother, wig. But, yeah, brother and sister. Uh, like, if it's uh, actually just wearing a wig, basically, and he talks about. Uh, yep. Yeah, I, that, I thought that was really cool. I thought it was a really cool concept, and like, yeah. Uh, yeah so. Yeah, why wouldn't you like this game, basically? And I felt like it was... The thing that I also liked about the first Resident Evil, more than 2 and 3, is that it's it's, it's actually the same reason why I prefer the... Well, well, it's <laughs> the same reason why the original Jurassic Park is still my favourite is because it's set in a remote area where, in theory, like, well, you know... You could have, you could almost like suspend, suspend belief and imagine that this has happened somewhere in the world, if that makes sense. Like okay. a, a mansion hidden away somewhere remote and it has an underground secret lab and there's zombies within it and monsters and stuff. Same with this. It's a, it's a, it's a prison island, like in the middle of, in the middle of nowhere, completely remote. This stuff could be happening. Whereas like Resident Evil 2 is a whole city has basically been taken over by zombies. It's like, okay, that's cool, but. Yeah, that that clearly that's not happened. Same with Jurassic oh. Park. In the first Jurassic Park, there is an island with with dinosaurs on it, and like, ooh, imagine if there was an island with dinosaurs on it. And then Jurassic Park Two is like, yeah, there's there's a dinosaur in uh in in New York. Let's <laughs> yeah, um, you know, that's the kind of thing I like about it. They're kind of consistent. You can always imagine something like this really happening. Um, I think. Just to be clear, I don't believe it has happened, but it's, it's, it's that, that uh, moment of imagination, if you will. Um, I don't think you need to clarify that for our listeners. Well, I don't know. You know, sometimes we get comments. <laughs> um, but yeah. Uh, so yeah. So why didn't you enjoy it so much then? 
I just didn't think it was as good as the other ones, I guess. Um, maybe I was still bitter after three or something silly. Um, but uh, I think I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe it was too long for me or too similar in some areas. I remember the Bandersnatches sucked. Those things that could grab you from across the whole game and stuff. Uh, they had the one big arm, one little arm. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, I'm trying to look up trying to find the battle mode myself now, but it's not going to happen. Anyway, um, yeah, I don't know. It just wasn't my cup of tea compared to the other ones. I would say if I could rank like the first four, it'd probably be like one, two, Veronica, three, maybe. Because uh, I could go back and play Veronica again, but I don't care about three. Hmm. Okay, so we move on to actually Resident Evil 4, the fifth game in the main franchise. Oh, wait, no, that's not, is it? It was four. There wasn't four next, was it? It was... um. Oh, what's it called? I've just forgotten the name of it. Uh, zero? Was it? No, it wasn't Zero, was it? Oh, yeah, Zero. Well, no. Um, the remake and Zero came out before 4. Yeah, they were on... Or, shit, maybe not. I mean, I'm, one of us can... There's no way to find out. I'll get the uh, I'll get the timeline here as we're talking. Um, fact, but we could also read some listener responses and questions mm-hmm. if you'd like. Yes, um, so we had uh, on Twitter at AIS underscore seven Fisher said, I remember borrowing the PS one copy and when asked about it, I told them it wouldn't scare me. Took it next day, took it back next day because I was too scared. Lol. It wasn't until I got it on N64, which my cousin helped me overcome the fear by showing me cool bits in the game. One of my favorite games, even though it had no subtitles, which was a, a shame, uh, which was a shame for deaf kids. Thankfully remake is a thing for that now. Um, so that's, that's cool that, you had a, uh, I think that they say older brother, oh, cousin, cousin, who helped get over the fear. So that's pretty cool. Um, and then uh, at Trainoco, been a fan of the series since RE2. Remember renting RE2 several times on the N64 and must have beaten it 20 plus times over the years on almost wow. every port of it. So big fan of RE2 there. Nice. Um, something, uh, did you have any response to either of those graham because i thought of something else about this series i forgot about i had no direct response to those that's really cool though okay um so i remember back in the days where you could rent consoles i rented a playstation one and this game and at blockbuster i bought a memory card i couldn't get the ps1 yet but i knew i had to save my game with the memory card so i rented resident evil 2 rented a playstation played the shit out of it to the point where a kid at school was like hey can I borrow your memory card? Because I'm going to play Resident Evil 2. Like, I didn't even have the console, but I was already like the go-to dude for Resident Evil 2. I'm like, sure, whatever. And I, I felt pretty good about myself, but at the same time, it's like, I better not lose or rewrite my saves or something, you know? <laughs> um, and then we've got, uh, let's see here in the chat, H2O Happy Dude says... Uh, oh, I, let me actually back up a little bit. Okay, no, we already read that. He said, Resident Evil 4 is my favorite due to the broken crap you can do in the game. There's a glitch you can perform where the striker shotgun that can double the speed of all actions, including climbing ladders and fall speed as well, can do a sub three hour game after doing a nine hour casual run. Also, the infinite rocket launcher instantly had me fall in love with Resident Evil 4. I mean, the instant rocket launcher, or instant, the infinite rocket launcher is a a Resident Evil staple because that's been in it since one. Mm. Uh, and I think in the director's cut, you could get the infinite Magnum, which 
like allowed a little bit of a challenge. It wasn't a one hit kill on every enemy. Um, but yeah. And then, uh, do, 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 do. Caesar says my favorite has always been OG RE2, but Scotty at this point is very well aware how much I like classic RE games. And that is correct. And possibly how little I cared at everything after RE4 due to how non-scary it was. Um, mm, yeah, yeah. R- yeah, I remember Resident Evil 4, when I first played that, I was like, oh, this looks scary. And when I was playing it, I was like, this is not scary at all. Because this is um, this is an action adventure game to me. Um, with yeah, anything that you bad guys. time events are scarier than any other part mm. in the game. Chase, yeah, I remember, by I remember the. I can't remember. Like there, there was that boss where you're on a lake, like some sort yeah, of yeah, big old was it a fish salamander? Yeah, the, I, I can't remember what it was, but because I've only played, I've only completed Resident Evil Four once, but that bit kind of scared me. But that's because I'm afraid of water creatures in video games. Like I've got this. Weird, and also actually in real life, like if I'm in big open still water, I actually get kind of scared. I get like panics. I don't know what it is. Uh, maybe from watching Jaws when I was a kid or something. I don't know, but that always freaks me out. Uh, I don't like yeah. deep water. I'm afraid of that, and we yeah. don't even know what's under most of it still. Mm. Um, the um, so that I bet the Neptune part didn't do you too well in the first Resident Evil, where you're in that part where it's not deep water, but there's the shark in the basement. That's I was not happy with that bit. <laughs> it's way worse than the remake too, if you remember, because you you see like the giant um, mm. giant tank of water like yeah. in front of you rather than waist high or whatever. But I remember um, that being easier for some reason in the remake because when I did the oh remake, yeah it was easier in the remake, but yeah. it was it was more just everything in that was more foreboding again. Mm. That's the that's the buzzword this week, kids. Um, but so I think it was scarier until it happened because yeah, I, I, for some reason I remember the shark not being a big deal in the remake, but I don't remember exactly yeah. how you handled it. Yeah, um, you basically just run away from it. I don't think you have to get it or anything, do you? You just run. Uh, oh yeah, you just uh, literally leg it and. Uh, yeah. So zero did come out, and the remake came out before four, mm-hmm. uh, just a couple years before. So um, we're talking about the remake. Did you play zero at all? I own Zero and I played it briefly because, um, okay, I, from memory, was it? Could you do a two player? Was there a two player mode? Okay. Oh. Yeah. I, I, I remember playing it with a friend, but I couldn't remember if we were just sitting next to each other, passing it. Because that's how I used to play Resident Evil back in the day. You know, you take over for now. I'm too scared. Yeah. Um, and I remember playing it with a friend, and I think he then borrowed my GameCube and the game, and he finished it without me, bastard. Um, so I never finished it. <laughs> I was like, "Fuck." Uh, um, it was it was pretty ambitious that uh, you could you were Rebecca before. Uh, well, like we said, it's zero, so it's before mm-hmm. the first one. You're Rebecca with Billy, whatever the hell his name was. For some reason, I called him Billy Christmas when I played this more recently. Um, it's not aged well. It it was ambitious in the way that they got rid of the item crates, mm. and in place of that, you could set down items anywhere, and that fucking sucked because you had to like remember where you put them. I think it marked them on the map, but still, it was like just make this two player, make it co op because it's a pain in the ass trying to like make sure Billy's got these items. I'm Rebecca. I've got these items, and you controlled one person with a C stick. So I don't know if you if you and your buddy were like sharing the controller or something, but um, I did I didn't I don't remember enjoying it when it came out, and I replayed it because I got the um, 
the one and zero bundle on PS4. Replayed it recently. I, I did not enjoy it. It's not good, I don't think, in my yeah, opinion. I, I remember not enjoying it as much as the others. And I think that's also why I was like, I, I, I don't care. Maybe that's why my friend can, took it from me to play it. Because I think maybe I was just like, I'm not enjoying it as much as the others. doing you a solid. Yeah. Um, I think from memory, though, dropping the items, we just always we found an area that we kind of thought this looks like a good room to put stuff in so we just put oh, that, yeah. like, the safe room and drop stuff in there. sure like, like we wouldn't we just literally put everything there and like and John know the crate. yeah um, <laughs> uh, um i i looking at the timeline that we have here the release timeline i do remember resident evil survivor i also played when i was sick from homesick from school one day and you could only save in that game when you died like after you died so you had to like sit through and play it in one sitting, basically. It's mm. shitty. It's a first-person game that had gun con support in everywhere except the U.S. Oh, really? Um, so it's just Garbo, the U.S. Oh, version. Which why would you? you own it for some reason, it's pricey. I don't know why, because it's shit. It's a shit game. Mm. Um, Dead Aim, I didn't play. Did you play any of the Outbreak games? I did not have uh, PS2 when those were out. I didn't have the PlayStation 2 when they were out either. Um, yeah, those are the online ones. I kind of wish I had experienced them when they were relevant, but you basically had to be rich to play those because you had the freaking broadband thing with your PS2 and a decent internet connection, you know. Um, yeah. i tell you what game I did play, though. Resident Evil three. Gaiden. Of course you did. I have not. I do I want to play it. But the game Boy, it was enjoyable enough, although it was disappointing because... Do some price check until it's released. So if you don't know, Resident Evil was released on the Game Boy Color. Before it was released, though, they were trying to remake the 32-bit, you know, Saturn and PlayStation 1 version on the Game Boy. And that had screenshots showing some of the, the scenes and stuff. And it was like, oh, my God, they're going to bloody do it. They did not do it. Um, instead, it was like a kind of top-down sort of view for most of the game. But when you when you get attacked by a zombie... Um, you don't like you don't like shoot as you're walking around. Like when you get attacked by a zombie, it goes into like a first person kind of mode. And like, oh yeah, there's a, star. Bar, there's a bar or something that goes across, and I think you have to like time your shot from memory. And like you, oh, that's, that's, how you cool. that's how you hurt them. So I think if you get the the bar in the middle or something, you do a you know like a headshot. And if it goes to the side, it's like a, a wounds them or something. Um, so it was it was it. I mean, it was an eight bit game. It was it was actually still quite enjoyable. Um. But yeah, uh, well, it wasn't the best. I mean, yeah. <laughs> um, uh, well, it, uh, I'm never going to own it because uh, price charting says loose. The PAL version is 10 bucks. Complete, it's $188. U.S. version starts at 125 loose. So I don't think I'll ever play this game unless I find a repro or something else. Game Boy Color region free? I have no idea. I could try and find a copy over here for you if you want to, like a loose one. Uh, I mean, don't knock yourself out, but whatever you want to do. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. Um, also, it's not based on the first game as well. It's that you're on the ship or something from memory. Yeah, no, it's Leon. Yeah, sorry. I, would, I forgot. Yeah, it, it's just annoying because when they were originally showing it off, it was like the first game. It was like, oh, my God, this is so cool. And they never did it. So, bloody hell. Uh, <laughs> they, um. So let's see what else we got here. Outbreak. Then four came out. Oh, what were we going to say? I was going to say actually with four. Uh, H2O, I'm happy to actually put a, a 
something in the chat earlier, um, which I don't think you actually got to see, um, um, which is um, with Resident Evil 4 being remade for VR, do hmm. you think this would be the best or the worst setting Resident Evil 4 port available? Uh, probably the worst. Don't experience it that way. <laughs> see, I, I feel like that would be a really good way to experience Resident Evil 4. I I haven't played the VR version, but I'm I'm not banking on it being good. Really? Why not? Because most VR games suck. <laughs> okay, I, I so I have to admit I don't really follow VR games that closely. But if it okay, play, that's if it, why you think that then? <laughs> but if it plays the same as Resident Evil Four, but just you know first person and like VR, why why wouldn't that be a good game? Well, it's going to be wonky and totally take you out of immersion when you see your floating hand with a gun being goofy as hell. Uh, I guarantee you that's not good. I guarantee it's not as, I don't know. It's not what it was developed for. So, I mean, maybe they did all right, but I, I wouldn't hold anything to it. Mm. Um, well, here's the thing. I think in, in reality, it will probably be the worst setting version because I still think not as many people have VR capability, at least for good, solid capability. Yeah, that's true. You know, um, you know, Oculus Rift is cool, but and I think the most impressive ones are still the PC VR, and they're like they're so expensive, and it's it's you know a pain in the ass and stuff to set up. So, uh, yeah, yeah. For, I, I I know two people who have VR. One of them is Chris now. So right, <laughs> review coming soon. Um, no, not really. Uh, Resident Evil 4, though, I do have a fond... I have fond memories of that because that's when I... That came out uh, when I was in college and I was... I had two roommates and we were basically, like, all playing the same game but had our own save files so we would just sit there and watch each other play because it was college and we didn't care. And um, I do remember one day, though, waking up and thinking, like, oh, I can get a quick session in um, through the campaign no one had beat it yet in my apartment i remember like oh i can get a quick play uh maybe a half hour hour or something before class i boot up the game and i see mercenaries mode i'm like son of a bitch someone beat my game before me you know <laughs> but mercenaries mode was so much fun because that was the first uh well there was a mercenaries mode in three but again i didn't play much of three or care but hmm. mercenaries mode in resident evil 4 was so much fun though especially when you eventually get krauser in that game with this broken ass mutated arm nonsense. Um, yeah. Four was good, but not scary. It had quick time events, which were something. And um, the uh, merchant is the best thing in that game. I don't care what anyone else says. Um, I think most people agree with you on that, to be honest. Yeah. Shout out to Mega64 with their awesome skit that probably introduced most people to them with the merchant. Um, but the um, item box is fun for OCD people like me where you organize your items in a Tetris format essentially um, yeah Resident Evil 4 it's also been on every single console since it's been released on GameCube with that only on GameCube uh, so label yeah. so, and do you remember the, the cool chain was it like the chainsaw controller or something they came with I wish that I had that because I really want to roll into a Smash Brothers tournament with a GameCube chainsaw controller, but just to be an idiot. But uh, the um, yeah. the the PS2 version had chainsaw sounds. The GameCube version did not. Uh, okay. And they are 
ridiculously priced if you try to find those yeah. now. Yeah, I didn't. Yeah, I don't know why. I had a GameCube at the time. I can't remember why I didn't get it straight away. But I, I ended up getting it on the GameCube. And I've got a controversial thing to say. I think I enjoy the Wii version the most out of the ones I played. That's arguably the best one. That's okay, not good. controversial. Good. <laughs> Normally when I say something about the Wii being good, people go, what are you talking about? That's ridiculous. But the Wii version was the Wii- the Wii U was garbage, but the Wii was a good console. Okay. Wii U had some games, but no, the Wii version had, you could actually aim it with the Wiimote and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> um, That's what I liked about yeah. Yeah, I think actually you fully completed on the Wii, actually. Uh, there you go. Oh, Happy Dude says, PS2 Chainsaw, 125 bucks. GameCube, 175 which is funny because the GameCube one's worse, arguably. And I think they're like individually made or they t- try to claim them like everyone's unique because it has a different blood splatter on the chainsaw. You know? At least there's a different person just putting a bit of paint on it. There we go. That'll do. That'll do. The, um, the boxes they come in are cool. It's like this transparent. It looks like something you'd find in the game, I guess, how you'd find uh, okay. it in the game. Yeah. Um, um, and yeah. moving on from Resident Evil 4, did you ever play Umbrella Chronicles? Um, I saw that and was like, Wait, is that the Wii game? Oh, that's the Wii game. I yeah. did play that a little bit. Um, not as much as I wish I had. Uh, I need to play through that and, and Dark Side Chronicles again, because those were... I love rail shooters, so I need to just sit yeah. down with it. I remember it being pretty difficult, though, one of them, um, with like a weapon or something. I think Umbrella Chronicles wasn't too hard. I remember <laughs> completing it. I think it had, the, it had a bit of challenge to it, but it's one of those ones if you just keep playing, you get better at it. Um, but yeah, You can get a... Re- uh, Wiimote and nunchuck controller thing that made the nunchuck mm-hmm. a knife, even though you don't use the nunchuck as a knife, I remember. And, yeah, just the same things, but... Mm. Although, um, yeah. I remember I had some sort of attachment for my Wiimote, which I think I got to play this game with. But I got those might be on PS3 as well with the Move mm-hmm. controller, I can't remember. Maybe. But, um, yeah, I, I really enjoyed that. I thought it was a solid it was, it's not my favorite rail shooting game but i enjoyed it oh yeah those are on ps3 okay cool maybe that's the way to get them i don't know resident evil 5 do you grab that one i own it on xbox 360 and i've played it never finished it i played it co-op um with a friend we had fun but we didn't finish it i got it we look at that got the collector's edition on PS3, and it got it. That was the game that got me a 360. I got the red 360. Um, this collector's edition had a cool little tote bag that I've actually used a good bit. Like it was like one collector's edition thing that I used a lot. Um, and then I got to show you the horrible Chris action figure. I hope the camera picks him up because. I remember this in one of the Street Fighter games. Well, he's broken now. Um, uh, Please don't tell me that was worth a thousand dollars. His hand definitely did just break off, and I'll have to find that later. I don't really oh, care that much. No. <laughs> doesn't matter. Look at the size of this guy, people. Man, he looks menacing, doesn't he? Man, the camera's going to focus on him. Maybe there we go. Yeah. Look at that face. Look at that face. Urgh, I'm Chris Redfield. So, for any, anyone listening, he does not look like Chris Redfield to me. <laughs> oh, horrible. It's pretty bad. <laughs> oh, man. So, 
Um, but for Resident Evil 5, I have a fun story with that. When I was working at GameStop, we had a midnight launch for it. Um, and uh, yeah, Caesar says, no wonder you didn't care about that hand. That figure's pretty bad. Um, we had a midnight launch for Resident Evil 5, and I was getting the game twice already at launch with the 360 console and the PS3 version. So I worked the midnight launch went home and I knew I was going to play online with a buddy and we started the co-op mode like after the midnight launch and then we were playing for so long and then I looked at the time and I was like oh hey I need to stop because I have to shower and get ready for work (laughs) so I stayed up through the night and then went to work that morning and I'm like you know on energy drinks and just like "Hmm, hmm, hmm." Resident Evil is great you guys want to buy it you want to get RE5 yeah it's right here if I stop talking or if I sit down I'm going to die so I'm going to keep telling you about Resident Evil 5 (laughs) (laughs) it was a good time wow did did you prefer Resident Evil 5 to 4 from the no no okay because from from your hype there I would have been like wow yeah no anybody Anybody was hyped and ready for um, Resident Evil 5 after playing 6. I mean, no, no wrong way. After playing um, 4 as much as they would have. Mm-hmm. So uh, did you play... You said you just played 5. I played 5 through so many times. Like on co-op, uh, tried it once single player and it's bad because you have to rely on the AI. Um, that yeah. game is problematic now as well. Uh, you can find out on your own if you want to, people. But it it was a good co-op game, but it was not a great Resident Evil game because it was not scary at all. It, it was straight up action. Yeah, yeah, totally. Um, I remember, yeah, so I remember trying it out single player and just, I think I didn't even get past the first sort of villagey area thing, you know, where they kind of oh, like yeah. a boss chasing you and other little villagers trying to fight you. But yeah, first I dude with a yeah. hammer. Yes, yeah. Um, but then I played it on co-op and got a, a quite a bit further than that, but um, never actually finished it. Um, I think, yeah, I think I just didn't. In, I enjoyed what I, what we played in, in co-op, but yeah, I, I, I think we think, might be streaming that to this week. I'm not 100 percent sure. Nice. That hand is gone forever now. I'll find it someday when I move. <laughs> Um, it did have a cool steel box with it. Steel box, that thing. Ooh, nice. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, cool. and then six happened. Uh, yeah. We're, we're, we're ignoring some of the side, the offshoots and everything people. Cause we don't want this podcast to be four hours long. Yeah. Um, so I never actually played six. Uh, it's the worst resident evil game ever made. Um, oh, okay. That could be why. Yeah. That's the only it's, that's the only one in the main series I've never even touched. They tried to do co-op. I heard so much bullshit about it, and I pre-ordered it because on 360 you would get a downloadable version, I think, of 4 and Code Veronica X. Oh. On the PS3, you would get, because they were all on the PlayStation Network, like 1, 2, and 3 or something, and a movie, I forget. Um, and uh, But it was... They tried so hard, like there was Leon in someone else's someone else campaign, then Chris in somebody's campaign, and then Sherry Birkin came back from two with Wesker's son. Like all these campaigns, there are three campaigns. I finished I cannot do this a third time. I also did not buy it brand new. I waited until it was pre owned and then got it. So um you, you and actually froze for one second. How many times did you finish it? 
I played Leon's campaign and I was like, I cannot do this two more oh, times. Okay. I am done with this game. I did not get it brand new, um, but I uh, I waited till it was pre-owned um, and it had some of the dumb... I remember at the end of Leon's campaign where you're climbing a rope, you had to use the shoulder buttons like left hand, right hand, like to climb... It was garbage like that. Um, the first boss in the game, my guess boss, like it totally rips off Left 4 Dead where you're in a gun shop, Left 4 Dead 2, where you're in a gun shop defending it, don't let zombies crawl in. And then you have to get onto a bus and there's like a boss that stops the bus and you're like, you're supposed to shoot him from the bus. Like he's in the front of the, he's stopped. He's on the hood of the bus or something. I had almost no ammo because I was playing it like I do all Resident Evil games and avoiding enemies. Whereas the enemies were how you get ammo and other items and stuff in Resident Evil 6, which was very different from the past few games that I had played. Um, I might yeah, be I played. Game. I'm always kidding everything. <laughs> That's my I, No, I'd say I conserve ammo by avoiding the zombies, but it is so bad that it uh, put me off of the Resident Evil series for years, a couple years. Uh, I did not, I'm looking at like what else came on on the timeline. I did not grab Revelations 2. I did not grab Umbrella Core. I did not grab 7 right away. Like I was like, you guys fucked up big time. Mm. Um, the, um, they did, I forget, whoever made 6 did come out and say, yeah, action games and like Call of Duty and stuff like that was popular. So we wanted to make it more like the popular games with like Chris's campaign and stuff. And I'm like, that's not what anyone is going to Resident Evil for. What are you doing? So I've heard it's a good co-op, but I don't know. I'm not going to bother with it ever again. Fair enough. Wow. Yeah. So, yeah, I have no comment on it. I'm, I may watch a video of it later or something. See what's... See what I, yeah. About. I had enough comments for both of us, I think. Yeah, that's cool. <laughs> um, and, I, yeah, I didn't pay in those, those side ones in between. So Resident Evil 7... Well, I'll mention briefly, I need to play Revelations, the first one, because that has Jill, and that has a fun typo on the... It was on 3DS. The spine of it has Revelations spelled wrong. It says Revelatons. Um, yeah, I'll grab that real quick. It's behind me. But that also came out on the Wii U, um, which I've heard is another decent way to play it. I'm going to knock down everything today. Talk, Graham. Fill the dead air. Um, yeah, so... I've never played Res- Revelations, uh, although I feel like I might have touched. I might have. Do you know what? I'm, uh, let's have a look. Sorry, Scotty's now showing the case. It's upside down, Scotty. You're upside down. It says Revelations. It's not showing up, but I don't care. That's... It's spelled R E V E L A I T O N S. Resident Evil. Okay. Wow, yeah. yeah. It's. I can. Oh, now I can make it out. There we go. Yeah. Wow. Oh. Perfect. Um, I may have t- I may have briefly played that at Eurogamer. Um, it's the reason that I have the second thumbstick they put out for the 3DS, and I've not used it. <laughs> yeah, I, th- I think I played it like EGX in in England when it, uh, the the event there. That's the only time I think I might have played it. And so obviously, I didn't play it much because you're at an event, you don't get to play much. Uh, right. But yeah, that's. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. Well, there we go. That, that's it. So, um, yeah. Resident Evil 7 Biohazard. So, you didn't pick this up straight away, did you? No. I wasn't sure how I felt about it going first person. 
because that was a drastic change for fans. Yeah, I'm. And it was like if they're copying PT, blah 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 blah. Yeah, I I only picked that up actually quite recently, uh, like uh, oh. basically the start of the year, basically pretty much. Um, I think they had it on sale, and I was like, oh, may as well pick it up for cheap. And I've only played a bit of it, and partly I'm not enjoying it. I'm still quite. I'm basically at the start of the game. Just not not that far into it at all. Partly I'm not enjoying not enjoying it like being first person for a Resident Evil game. Secondly. Mm. I actually did get scared because, <laughs> um, as I, as I said before, I get scared very easily in video games. And I think first person, I do get scared more, which is why I can't play in isolation because it scares the crap out of me. I think I got to one point. I was like, Oh, I'm too afraid. I'm going to turn my Xbox off now. So what game? this is Resident Evil seven. Oh, I thought you said annihilation or something. No, no, so I, I meant a, I mentioned alien isolation. Oh, okay. I said right. like, like, First-person games like Alien Isolation scare the crap out of me. I never never got to finish that because I got too afraid. Resident Evil 7 did something similar, and I was just like, yeah, I'm going to turn this off for now, and I haven't picked it up again since. So, right. yeah. Well, that's why they did it. First-person is more immersive, mm. you know. But, yeah, um, maybe I need to... So, yeah, I just noticed Caesar's, Caesar's comment there. Not going to lie, 7 is leagues better than 6, but personally, it's not super scary, and I didn't give a flipping poop about the story, but those are my very own issues and opinions. So, yeah, I, th- I think, because Scott, you said earlier as well, Resident Evil 7 isn't that scary, like, with up after the first bit? Oh, yeah. Uh, the Well, the first part, and, and they definitely, you know, lead with their strong, lead with what's strong, of course, because the first area in the house it honestly felt like what if they made the first game in a first person view, because you are in a house, you are mm-hmm. kind of backtracking here a, a good bit. You're using, you're in that area for a while. Um, once you leave the house, it's still creepy, but it's not nearly as scary. Um, you don't really have anyone following you as much um, spoilers, I guess. I don't know. Um, but the add ons to it, the RE seven had, free DLC that came out called not a hero where you play as Chris Redfield. If that was not in there, I would probably say resident evil seven is bullshit, especially the final boss. Cause the final boss feels the final boss feels like it's something out of a contra game rather than a resident evil game until you play Chris's bonus add on of not a hero where the last boss is definitely like, you've got a timer counting down. You've got this crazy mutant bullshit going on. Um, and then there's another DLC to it where you play as the uncle of that messed up family trying to save Zoe, who is the only sort of sane daughter from the family and whatever, which is he's all melee. He doesn't have any guns and it's great. It's a lot of fun. It's fun. Just punching molded creatures and stuff. Um, Really, really cool. I honestly enjoyed that more than the main game a little bit. Okay. I might try and, uh, I'll try and play it properly and, you know, get a decent chunk of it done. Yeah, it's worth playing through once, uh, but I will tell you there is no shame in looking up a guide for the final, one of the final areas where you're on a, a ship, where you're on a boat, like a big boat, and you're trying to find your way through the different floors. Worst part of the game by far, so just just get a guide to breeze through that area. It's okay. not worth trying to figure out part of it and like getting nice. frustrated. Because it's not, they try to make it scary because it's dark and there's an ominous, ominous presence but instead, you're just like, I don't know where I'm going because every floor in every room looks the same. This isn't scary. It's aggravating. Oh, that, yeah. Man. So, hmm. um, 
yeah, seven is good. Seven brought people back into the series. It was a resurgence for it, uh, especially with the VR. It, I think it was the only, I think it was the first like full game made for VR that wasn't like a cash grab on like, look at all these sports mini games or mm-hmm. draw art or you yeah. are underwater or whatever. Yeah, I remember that being a big thing when it came out of that, the whole VR side of things. I was like, Oof. Um, yeah. So, yeah. Cool. Do we need to we talk about Resident Evil 2 and 3 Remake? Um, we've already they're spoken about them quite a bit. Like everybody's talked about them. Um, they're both solid games, from what I understand, for 3. I'll eventually play it, but I wanted to grab 8 while it was fresh myself. Mm. Fair enough. Um, so. Cool. So, <sighs> Resident Evil that is. Uh, I was going to mention real quick, Caesar has some trivia there saying that originally the first Resident Evil was supposed to be in first person, but they basically couldn't handle it. Um, that is also... Fun facts I learned in Itchy Tasty. So, sponsor, in case anyone's really wondering about that. Um, yeah, Resident Evil. Wow, there we go. Did, did, you, did you want to mention Resident Evil Village at all? Like, um, your brief playthrough? Well, you haven't really gone into any, like, you haven't really given much thought on it. Just because I can't. It'd be all spoilers. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> But you're enjoying it so far. Let's 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 just ask that question. You're enjoying it so far. Um, I hate Ethan's wife. She's the worst character to come out of these games. Oh, okay. <laughs> she's so stupid and annoying and not worth the trouble he's going through. Uh assuming she's I can't even say that. Um I uh I don't know. I'm gonna play it. I'm gonna finish it. I, I did I do know where the story's going and I totally called some of it that I can't say at all because that definitely would be spoilers. Um but uh thank you, Caesar. But yeah, it, it's fine. Um one last overall thing I'll say about the series is the Resident Evil games got me to try to watch scary movies and got me into horror films and I realize I kinda oh, like wow. monster movies horror films i think uh but yeah i mean the movies are horrible we could have a whole separate podcast on that don't get me started (laughs) all i'll say is the first one's a decent movie and they just shit all over the series after that fair enough actually quick quick question have you read any of the resident evil books all of them except for the one based off of four Oh, okay. I didn't realize there was one based off of four. I've read a few of them. I think there is. S.D. Perry, right? That's the author. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, that is the author, actually, yeah. Um, Yeah. I I really enjoyed number one, and I really enjoyed Caliban Cove. That one's good. Yeah, the first one's really good, because it does, like... I remember in the first couple of chapters, like, it describes either Chris or Jill walking down a hallway and, like, describing the smell, which is not Mm -hmm. something you would get from playing the games. But, yeah, you don't think about that. Like, you are in this mansion with these things that have been festering. Yeah, you would probably first throw up just from the horrible smell of decaying flesh and bodies and stuff. Um, yeah, first one's pretty solid, if you can find it, the first uh, Resident Evil novelization. Yeah, I think, yeah, from from what I've read of them, actually, the ones I've read of it all been decent enough. And yeah, the first one was really good. So, yeah, I think I, I recently got the Code Veronica one and have not actually read that. So maybe 4 is the only one I don't own. Because they, for anyone that has no idea, because these are definitely not on everybody's radar, but S.D. Perry did novelization of the series, but there was like Resident Evil 1, and then a story in between, I think, was Rebecca's Caliban Catacomb, Caliban Cove, or whatever. Caliban Cove, yeah. Yeah, but it's like first game, 
story in between second game story in between third game so there's not just one yeah. there's not just like seven books or whatever so mm-hmm. yeah thank you caesar he says carib caravan caravan i think it's Cal- caliban like c-a-l-i-b-a-n is how you spell it but yeah oh like- it's Perry would wait what Steve Perry wrote. Oh, we're getting off track. Sorry. Oh, Shadows and Empire. <laughs> Ooh. So, um, oh, I didn't. Yeah, I didn't read the novelization to zero, but Caesar's saying it's borderline unbearable. So, uh, mm-hmm. oh, we'll see. Maybe I'll snag that one, or or mm-hmm. not snag it, but actually try. I, it. I'm gonna have to ask Caesar a question. Is the Star Wars novel Shadows of the Empire the same as the N64 video game Shadows of the Empire? Are they completely different? I like that game. Yeah, I love that game. Even though it got really badly rated. Oh, yes, it is. Ooh. Comics, oh boy. Uh-oh. Well, <laughs> it's not an episode without convincing Graham to buy something. So thank you, Steve. Yep. Where, where's my Amazon tab? <laughs> yep. Where is it? Break it open. Throw your wallet at the screen. Yep. Oh, man. Cool. So do we have any more comments or any questions or fun things? Not that I saw man okay well that's cool um no nice i think that was a pretty relaxed sort of uh show and still after yeah. we still went on for a roughly the same amount of time we always gone for so yeah. and here's the ukulele for no reason at all just because it's been a while <laughs> yeah we didn't get to do that um Cool. So, I mean, should we bother raiding anyone tonight or should we just pack up and leave? I know TJ's going to be on. Actually, if you're watching this live, TJ's going to be on in about 45 minutes to play some uh, House of the Dead. Um, So that's pretty cool. I can try to see if somebody's playing something or whatever. I don't even know. Um, But uh, so I do want to mention something just because we're on a podcast uh, that recently the fans of Giant Bomb will know this, that Vinny... Alex Navarro, Vinny Caravella, Alex Navarro, and Brad Shoemaker recently left Giant Bomb. They're doing a huge revamping. It's very sad, but very cool at the same time because everybody realizes how inspirational that site is. Um, they are an amazing place. Uh, if anybody knows the story of Jeff Gersman and how he started that whole site, look it up on Wikipedia or whatever. You can find it, but very inspirational overall because they did stuff different way and saw how the internet and gaming coverage was going and just blew the world open. Um, with their coverage and stuff. So I really appreciated everything they've done. Um, it's super sad because I don't know what podcasts I'm going to listen to <laughs> now, but I'll figure something out. Um, so shout outs to them as if Giant Bomb needs any more shout outs. But I uh, just wanted to mention that because uh, it was uh, listening to their last podcast with like Abby and Austin and Dan Reichert on there. Um, Vinny getting choked up. Like, I'll be honest, I was getting a little choked up because it's a website that's done a lot just for gaming in general. So nice. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Um, awesome. but with that though, uh, we've got streams coming up this week. Um, the mentioned TJ is going to stream right after us. Ouch. And, um, I don't know if I'll be doing anything Thursday. We played Sonic all-star racing transform last week, which was a lot of fun. It's always a lot of fun. Um, Corey wants to maybe do Resident Evil 5. I told him I get my shot Wednesday, so I don't know how I'm going to feel Thursday. Probably like garbage. And then, uh, are you streaming something Friday, Graham? <laughs> I hoped, I hope to be. So yeah, possibly right. pa- might continue Panzer Dragoon Saga. I don't know if you'll be up for 
join yeah. me on that, but I may 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 just do it without you go solo, but sure. just to build up a bit of hype for the uh, what's happening the next day. Yeah, Saturn Day Marathon, 12 hours of Sega Saturn. Uh, I've posted the schedule online, kicking it off with a Virtua Cop 2, uh, everything from Saturn Bomberman to a stall, Nights in the Dreams. Try to throw in as many as I can because a lot of the Saturn games are shorter, like arcadey experiences. So we're going to like switch off in half hour increments here and there. Um, should be a lot of fun. Just me and Rachel um, Sweet. playing from the living room. Uh, yep, Resident Evil 1 will be in there as well, Caesar. That's going to be near the tail end, do some of the battle mode. Um, yes, we talked about that earlier, uh, but there it is right there. And, um, otherwise though, uh, check out the Scrubverse podcast as always, sister podcast of us, of us. If you are listening to this live, Scrubverse is on later tonight. So make sure you got TJ on playing House of the Dead and then Scrubverse on in the other window, <laughs> I guess. <laughs> but otherwise, that's all I got. You got anything else, Graham? No, I'm good. You can, but if you haven't already, uh, you can follow us and like us, you know, subscribe to us. Uh, we are on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. Um, yeah, just support us where you can. And, uh, yeah, check out Megavision's Mag for any updated Sega news and fun gaming news and stuff. And also our Patreon, uh, patreon.com forward slash Megavisions, where we make a magazine. So, yeah physical and digital so yeah check that out and uh, we've got some exciting updates going for you around that soon so cool yes yeah. and i do want to mention i'm sorry i forgot uh that um had a gamer uh recently new staff member of megavisions he's gonna be streaming yakuza zero tomorrow um and that in mind how about we raid virtua kazuma because he's playing yakuza kawami sweet sounds good so if you're ready i will go ahead and raid him Fantastic. Well, thanks, everyone. Thanks for joining in the chat. Thanks for listening. Thanks for watching. And uh, have a great week and be excellent to each other. Cheers. Yeah. Uh, stay safe out there, everybody. So go hang out with Virtual Cosma. Uh, he's good people. Um, does a lot of Sega stuff as well. And he's playing the Yakuza. Let's hit it up. Honey, I got to tell you about this sandwich.